My name is Amber Veronica Wayans. Are you fucking serious right now? Yeah. Are you? That is a great fucking name. <laughs> Why you don't like your name? So, so I mean, I never really felt like an Amber. Like, I mean, like, you know. So, what's an Amber? Either Spanish girls or white girls are Amber. It's like, you know, but Spanish ratchet chicks. Right? Nah, I seen a couple classy I, I, Ambers. I grew up in Harlem. Like, I went to old schools in Harlem. You see, that's Amber or see, Amber Lynn. You was, you I, I'm was sorry to keep it 100 with you. And there's no shade to Harlem. Like, yo, there's a lot of, like, even, the, it's like, it's like there's always a ratchet involved. There's classy ratchet, and ratchet ratchet, mm-hmm. then good looking ratchet, then right. get money ratchet, then right. hood ratchet. Like, it's always a, there's still levels you to the Harlem, ratchet. You know, you know what I'm saying? Know, like, you know, still kind of got a little, 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 right. little dip of the little so, ratchet. So, you know, it's still. There's like a lot of, like, it's not going to happen. I know it's going to happen. It's just not happening. Right now. Right. Like, you know, and on my time. But God's time and my time, like we said the other day, is different. different. Welcome to Mental Riot. Welcome for another episode of Mental Ride. I'm your host, Cito Blanco. We're in the office at Mount Vernon, New York, and I have a beautiful, young, smart, inspiring person in the studio today that I met in an art store. <laughs> but not just any art store. An art store in my hood. For you guys that know my areas, talk about White Plains Road, Gun Hill Road, 2-5 train, that four-side shit, sleep on y'all side, fuck all that. But, I, I, I got niggas on the four line, you know what I'm saying? One line for them and all that, you know what I'm saying? Tracy Towers, what up? Stop swiping. Um, But, A.V. Waynes. Met her on 225th in this art store. If you haven't been there, I don't know the name of the goddamn art store. You know the name of the art store? Arts and Craftsmen, I believe. Arts and Craftsmen Art Supply. Okay. I think that's what it's called. Word. But you can look it up on like Facebook and join. On Facebook and shit. Word. Just get off the two train. Go on the side where the ox stores at. Go across the street and full locker. Go downstairs. Go downstairs. And like it's just go pure downstairs, heat. Go downstairs because if you look, you'll think that it's a children's store. It is not a children's store. That shit is as real as it gets. Like that's one of the best art stores I've ever been to in my life. No lie. But I met this beautiful young lady, A.V. Waynes. We spent like a good hour and a half in the art store. To a point that the guy at the cash register like, hold on, you buying this shit or not? I was like, nah, I got you, bro. I'm going to come through and cop that. I just got to have this conversation right here because this is an omen. Introduce yourself. Hello, listeners. My name is A.V. Wands, and I'm from the Bronx, specifically Uptown. I'm from 224th, so, you know, got to stay up on the 4th side. You know, people don't, you know, what's crazy is I met somebody and they didn't even know I lived on 4th. And I've lived there for like... You're the first person I ever heard say false. And maybe because I'm an old nigga, I don't know. But like, you know, I... You know why it is? I, I, I call it... Because there's two sides of, you know, 224th Street. So I live on the 224th Street side. But there are people, you know, from holding it down who say false. And I, you know, I think that's because that's where the hood boogers live at is on false. They live on false. I live on 224th, okay? I live on the proper side. I'm trying to... What the hell be at between Bronx and the Bonds or between nah, like... Nah, between Paulden and Laconia. You know, like Co- Edenwall niggas. <laughs> sure, hey, don't, don't throw shade to Edenwall, you know what I'm saying? Like... a little bit, you know I know? <laughs> <laughs> I know I love Edenwall, but you know, I think I think that's where I got it from is like my brother's friends and stuff like that. They called it Forbes. Um, But yeah, you know, I've been painting. I started drawing when I was like five. That was when I really, really started drawing. Is like my dad used to draw because he had a marble notebook that he would draw in, and mm-hmm. like his boss and stuff, like he would draw his boss out of contempt, and like he drew a picture of a crow and somebody stepping on it. Like that is the most vivid image I have of like something my dad drew. My mom used to draw clothes back in the day, so it's surprising because my sister's a fashion designer and I paint. So. What I paint, ironically, <laughs> used to cause controversy in my household when I was a kid. <laughs> like when I was like uh, 14, 15, I remember painting a very large impressionistic 
image of a vagina, and my father was like, "Can I? Can I talk to you?" <laughs> oh, so you had that. You had that talk early. Like, hold on, we gotta talk to you about the, the bees father, and the. Yeah, it was like it was a very clear cut conversation. It was like, like, do you like girls? And it was like, what? Why? And he was like, I mean, you're painting, you know, nannies. Like, I gotta, <laughs> like he was like, I gotta know. Like, if, is that is that what this comes down? To? I was like, Dad, no, I'm not. I'm good. Like, I'm you ever seen Superbad? Yeah. So like, you see how like Seth used to paint like penises and draw penises yeah. all the time. It was, it was like a. But he wasn't gay, so it was just like, is this kind of like that? Or it was more just like a. It was just. It was like as I as I've learned. I think you know I'm not a feminist by any means. Mm. That's nothing against feminist either. I think there's a a very a very large scale of what feminism is. But I I think that I've understood that there is a large power behind being a woman and mm-hmm. uh, and even in that picture of the vagina that I painted way back when for me it was if you looked at it from one angle it was a vagina right but if you flipped it upside down the the image became arms holding a child like a mother holding a child and so for me like I would always like constantly be rotating around different people and I wanted to see what people saw like I never was like just one image by itself. It's, hold on, wow, that's more. That's some interesting ass shit. Hold on, so like <laughs> you, like you made that happen, or vaginas, or like, or like arms holding babies upside down in real life. Well, like I'm trying to think. Like I don't, I don't ever, know. You're gonna have to link that one up with God Himself. Yeah, I'm just like, wondering. I'm just like, like oh, I, I mean, never, like if you really like look look at the clit, like it's like a large head with you know the labia is like wrapping itself around the entry of the v- vaginal. Kinda. Canal, you know what I mean? Like yeah, well, I don't, it's like it's like head, this is arms true. opening. <laughs> I'm gonna think like uh, next time I see a vagina, I might gotta might stop to, and like, pause. Stop and like, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, put put your legs up. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. Like, what you like? No, no, no. Just chill. Let me let me examine something real quick. Let me see artistic expression. Right. Before expression. We, before we go down the yeah. Before we yeah. Let me let me yeah. Let me let me figure out. Let me see. So vaginas. You draw like. I, so so I've I've grown as as a painter I've kind of like grown past vaginas a little bit to, um, to breast. <laughs> I graduated. White meat, dog meat, dog meat. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You know, thick thighs, thick thighs, no thighs, no thighs. Let me milk shake. But yeah, I um, I I noticed like when I was in my senior year of high school, I think. I noticed my technique was the first time I really noticed how I put things together with mm-hmm. um, lines and really being focused on the muscle and what, what it is that creates the body, like the breaking it down past just the, the skin, you know, like everybody can do portraits, you know, I'm not really a big fan of portraits in the first place, so I hate, I hate that people find out you're an artist and they're like, oh my God, can you, you draw me? me? No? <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm going to buy you a, a little mirror. Take a portrait of yourself everywhere you go, my nigga. Take a selfie. Stop asking me to draw you. Like, <laughs> you know, like That's interesting. Like, wow. And, like, and the thing about it is also I will do portraits. I will do commissions for people. But know that it's going to be in my style of work. If you don't like my style of work, cool. Don't ask me. Ask somebody else. Like, it, it's that simple. Like, I've gotten to a place as an artist also where it's like, Either you're going to take what I'm giving and you're going to go home. And at the end of the day, either, yeah, it might hurt my pockets. But, but that's just kind of... That's the, you know, that's the, I'm what I'm calling now the Dave Chappelle theory. <laughs> like, you, you, you really leave the millions on the table. Like, right, yo, yeah. If I you will, ain't with it, then fuck it. You're right. I will turn your shit down. And it's, it's funny. Connie had an interview with Zane Lowe a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Before the 
he got quote unquote went crazy. Mm-hmm. And he was just talking about like anytime you see an artist, there's only two words you should say to them. Thank you. Right. Not 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 why you didn't do this. Oh, I want that. I want that. Right. No. no. Thank, thank you. you. Because at the end of the day, they like use whatever was in their mind or how they resonate in right. the world, and they put it on the canvas and they gave it to the world to appreciate it. So don't tell me how oh, you want it this way or that way. Yeah. Like no, if you want that type of art, go to that type of artist. Right. I, like you know what I'm saying? Because there's a broad there's a broad scale of oh. artists, and then, you know, and that's it's the same thing with music. Is why certain people can't pop because. because Everybody want to be doing the same thing right now. You know, like, you, you can't, like, you can't take somebody else's style and jacket and say this is going to work. Mm. But you might make some coins off a of jacket in somebody else's style. But not. at the same time, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not even worth it, bro. It's not. You know what I call that? I call that faking the funk. It is faking the funk. Faking the funk. It is completely faking the funk. But I, I think it's like something I shared with you at the art supply store uh, once again is that, you know, we've got. A gazillion people pouring into fields and into careers that they don't have no business pouring into because at the end of the day like we have our purpose like each one of us is designed with that one thing that we're meant to do i'm not saying that there's a group of people that's meant to be elite level niggas and then a group of people that's meant to be regular niggas but everybody has like if you're going to be a garbage man be the best garbage man you, you could possibly be, be you yeah. know for yourself because that you know i know people i knew janitors and stuff like that yo i knew there was a janitor I knew growing up at my um, elementary school at this school called Tag Talented and Gifted, right? And um, the the security guard there, Mr. Jackson, he was the security guard in the daytime, the basketball coach in the afternoon, and a DJ. And a janitor. This man had four different careers and was passionate about all four of them. He was Jamaican? I don't know, actually. He was black man, though. Uh, no, that's, no, that's what's up. Mr. Jackson what? was great at his job because he cared for every, every element that of he what they write. were. He didn't, and, and it's like, yeah, he could have probably been, he could have probably been just, you know, a basketball coach and poured everything into being a basketball coach because that's what, you know, one of the things he was good at, right? But he knew he was good at four things. And so he was great at all four things at the same time, right? But then you got now, in the sad case, we've got a thousand people plus trying to get into the music industry right so we have every day in new york city you meet another nigga who's a rapper here's the thing if 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 me my cousin my sister my brother are all rappers um okay y'all are all talented great but one of y'all could have been an engineer one of y'all could have been the person who sets up shop to build the stage you know we need those people but everybody's everybody wants to be on the forefront of fame because you think that gets gets you paid Getting paid is not what's going to fulfill your life purpose, what's going to give you satisfaction when you go home at night. Just because you got music, just because you've got, like, just because you're the artist. And that's the thing. People want to be the artist. People want to be what gets glorified at the end of the day. But if you're a real artist, and I think, you know, one thing I love about people who struggle on the forefront, like, people who, artists who actually go and have mental, emotional breakdowns and stuff like that is because what people forget about artists is that we are all reclusive people at the end of the day. And because our work is worth the being shared with the world, we now have to take ourselves out of our shell that is home for us and put ourselves in the face of the world that is going to scrutinize you for the work that you're creating, even though they need it, right? Yo, wow. <laughs> say that one more time, please. Please say that one. They're going to scrutinize you. They're going to scrutinize you for the work, even though they need it. Yeah. That, is, that is one thing, like, you know, like, I mean, 
crucify man because you're different. That's the thing. That's that's the habitual pattern of the world. Message that like doesn't that that sounds very very familiar. <laughs> very very familiar. <laughs> no, but continue. But it's like you know that that is the thing. So uh, I mean, a lot of people want to be artists. I, I meet a lot of you know creative individuals. I'm inspired by you know a bunch of people. As long as it's genuine, at the end of the day, you know, as long as that's something you want to be doing, like every every everything you do at this point, if it's genuine, is a step you're taking to better yourself and the people outside of you like i i do remember saying a quote on my artist statement um on my website that was you know i'm i'm deeply affected by the apostle paul um and his actions uh biblically just because he believed what he believed was so real that he followed his his what he believed his purpose was to be to affect not just his current generation of people and gentiles who were around him at the time but he has actually changed the face of nations long term. I mean, the uh, America is a country that says in God we trust, right? So that means you have biblical foundations. You, but who 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 created the biblical structure? Of someone who wrote these things down. The Apostle Paul has changed. All of that. I mean, all of that set set in motion. So for me, you know, I look at that and I say if. if and this is probably why I came out of my bubble in the first place after reading, you know, Galatians, Romans, and Acts is because, and first and second Corinthians, if my purpose is to create these things, I do need to come outside of my bubble so that I can then affect the other people who are around, you know, who need me. And, and I might not get, you know, people aren't going to believe what I believe. People aren't going to think that my work is great. At the end of the day, my purpose is not to appease those individuals in the first place. My purpose is, you know, go out. This is this is what I was made to create, whether it be boobies or not. <laughs> like, like, you know, like I really like because I had to I had to deal with that for myself. It was like, yo, I paint boobs. Like, like that was like a that was like a conversation I remember like sitting down having with God. It's like, yo, you know, I used to want to paint like biblical stuff or whatever, but that's not my thing. That's not what I'm meant to do. But in a certain way, like boobs are kind of like, in a sense, the fountain of youth. Mm. And, and, cause, I don't because know if you were calling the fountain of youth, because when they turn down, they turn down. They turn down. Has anybody ever asked you to draw a portrait of their boobs? Mm. No. And that, and that that's going to go into a project that I'm working on that's, that's staying on the low, low, because... Um, no weapon formed against me shall prosper if you know the plans. So, so that one is going to stay on the low low for a little bit. But um, you know, I am going to a place of working on portraiture and, okay. um, with with individuals, and and then beyond that, you know, a lot of people think because my work is focused on the human experience. You know, I'm very influenced by that which is the human ex- um, the human body, which creates the human experience. Mm. You know, and um, Look so, at the canvas before you actually look at the paint. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, you know, I'm focused a lot now. It is a lot with women, you know, with the start, but I will get into, you know, painting men and whatnot. There's just a lot more to be said with women. Than, than no, hey, I love the boobs, women. man. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I like the today, today, today. <laughs> like, I, I'm not with it. I don't do, like, um, yeah. Do, do you have, like, a favorite pair of like, titties, like no homo? Like favorite, yeah, pair. like because I know, like, like you know, thotas. yeah, thotas, yeah um, like, you know what I'm I do, I do have a favorite pair, um, and you can check them out on my website, avwans.com. It's that simple, it is a v 
Wayans. And if you're wondering, W-A-Y-A-N-S, like Damon, Marlon, Sean, and Keenan Wayans, you could, it's the same last name. Check it out. Um, so, yeah, you can check out my work there. And I do have one of my favorite paintings right now is, um, it's an old painting, which actually spun a complete series. All right, so let's start with a little backstory, actually. Um, on probably a couple days before Christmas, my mother kind of, like, sat me down and was like, you need to, like, get a job or go back to school. Like, you know, because I've been in my house. I, I left my job in November. Uh, at, like, the like October 30th was my last day on my job, and I was like, I'm done. You know, yeah. I'm painting full-time. This is what I'm committed to. This is what I believe I should be doing in my life at this point. Because I could totally be a manager at any job. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, that... That's easy, that's like, easy, you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, oh, I got a nice little yeah. place, but you a slave, like, yeah, slave no, offense, and no offense to people who love what they do, like, no offense to my managers who I worked with who live and sleep and breathe that job, but that is not who I am, yeah. so I knew that I could easily step into my purpose, or I could, you know, just do this all day, every day, and, and look cushy, but be unhappy, and so my mother, like, she sat me down, and she was like, you know, you either need to get a job or go back to school. And I felt in that moment, like, damn, like, is all this work that I've been planning in for, like, the last, like, four or five weeks for nothing? Like, you know, like, granted, you know, it takes more than four or five weeks for things to start happening, you know. But in that four or five weeks, in comparison to the entire year of 2016, I had set up a website. I had produced 14 new pieces of work. I had, you know, actually made prints and got, you know... Think like the train started moving. Like, you know, a lot of times we so worried about whether there's fire in the engine, but if there ain't no tracks for you to go you down, get no you, you point, ain't getting nowhere, right? Jumping the gun, like exactly. respect the process right. step by step. Right, so, you know, I, I was, you know, I was, it was like three o'clock in the morning. I was like super discouraged. And I realized I hadn't um, responded to some messages for um, people who had inquired about some pieces. So I went to my DMs and I, I was responding. I saw a request that wasn't there before. And so I went to it, and it was a scout from this organization called um, Raw Artists, like Raw. And um, I read it, and she was like, you know, I saw your work, and I love how you make lines come to life. And we're having this showcase um, called Cusp to know if you'd like to participate in the show. Let me tell you how I sat in my bed and, like, like was taken aback, and then was like, almost brought to tears by the grace of God in that moment. Like, I was, like, in my bed. Like, and, you know, like, people are, like, oh, you know, only praise God. You know, pe- how people only praise God when it's good. Up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is this entire situation for me, this entire process for me is about my spiritual growth because I I made this this choice with God. Everything I do, every every painting i have to say lord whatever i'm doing right now in this work please be in it because like like my nigga like it's for my job like, <laughs> yeah, like you know what i'm saying like, like, you know what get, like this this is it like if if, if it goes south from here it goes damn. south from here but at the end of you the jumped day the cliff. You just like, you're i like, jumped off like, the cliff but like, what yeah. i'm learning is that even when you try you haven't failed you just you learn that's not the path to go down take it's another, another one nah, nah, like so. you you there's a there's a whole nother alternative route so, for you to get to where you gotta go but sometimes things just don't work so you know i sat there and i'm like thank you god like you know like i'm i'm amped and um so i responded with an email and i let her know that i was very interested in um participating in the showcase you know fast forward like a week later after after christmas 
I sat down with my, um, well, I had a phone call, like a meeting with my um, booking director. And, you know, the only contingency is that I sell 20 tickets for people to, you know, for make my booth to be reserved, to make it happen. And um, regardless, I'm, I'm, I'm hype. Like, you know, no, they, is this your first major show? Um, so I had a show last year for my birthday. You know, I felt like that was me to. Let, let people who didn't know that this is what I do when y'all aren't looking know. Mm-hmm. You drop the mic on the Right, yeah, like this, this is what I, I does this. Mm-hmm. What? What? Like, what, 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 what? <laughs> right. What? But now, you know, this is my first, it's a showcase. So that means that there's going to be artists from, who are makeup art, makeup artists, hairstylers, jewelry designers. Like, this is, and that's why I'm really trying to get people to come. Like, people think that I'm trying to get them to come because it's like, oh, making sure I'm situated, I'm good, I, no, y'all forget, like, if I'm eating, we eating, you know, type Everybody of thing. Eats, Granted, pause. Everybody eats, B. Pause, pause that, because if you don't deserve to be eating, you ain't eating with me, you heard me? Yo, real talk. <laughs> now, I said something that sometimes I forget. It's like, everybody wants to eat, but some people don't know how to use forks. And, like, and some g shit is just like... And, 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 and on top of that, too, you know, biblically, you God will feed you a feast at a table of your enemies. You, you mm. know what I'm saying? So, mm. I'm prepared. Like, going into this, uh, going into a lot of things, I'm aware that... People who are saying they got my back, they supported me, even if that be my parents at times. You know, not everybody's always, like, y'all can't see the the light at the end of the tunnel that I'm looking at. Like, I see it. I, I know it will be complete. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is, yeah, this is the big, the, the first big showcase where I'm like, people need to be here. And I just, people need to be here. And I just, so your government name is A.V.? Chill. What do you mean chill? Like, what Don't you mean? Nah, 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 nah. This meant to write. And we, nah, we ask these questions that, that needs to be answered. Because I'm like, oh, I'm like, hey, no, like, let me tell you why. Hey, B. And you know what's funny is, like, I got, I have friends who I've had for years now Ooh. who are trying to, like, flex into calling me AV, even though they know me my whole life. So I've never been very big on my name. I'm, I'm never. I'm, I'm not big on mine either. But I it's mean, cool. Heard you see no blanco, like heard you. No, like, but like you know, say that's that's. But no. you know, um, so my government name. Just let it go. Hi. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. It hurts. Yo. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. When it hurts um, so bad. When it hurts so bad. My name is Amber Veronica Wayans. Are you fucking serious right now? Yeah. Are you? That is a great fucking name. Why you don't like your name? So. So, I mean, I never really felt like an Amber. Like, I mean, like, you know. So, what's an Amber? Either Spanish girls or white girls are Amber. It's like, you know, but Spanish ratchet chicks, right? Nah, I seen a couple classy I, I, Ambers. I grew up in Harlem. Like, I went to old schools in Harlem. You see, that's Amber or Amber Lynn. You was, you I, I'm was sorry to keep it 100 with you. And there's no shade to Harlem. Like, yo, there's a lot of, like, even, the, it's like, it's like there's always a ratchet involved. This classy ratchet, and ratchet ratchet, and mm-hmm. good looking ratchet, and right. get money ratchet, and right. hood ratchet. Like it's always a there's still levels to the ratchet. You know what I'm saying? Know, like you still kind of got a little 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 dip of a little ratchet. So it's still like a lot of like Amberlins and like Ambers and stuff like that. And they was all other like other level rat like just like not not about it. And then the Ambers, they was like bougie like and. And don't get me wrong, I got my bougie moments. Like I said, I can be really, really proper if, mm-hmm. if I, it need be. Like if, if the situation calls for it, I could totally be proper. But um, it's a cold switch, as you said, cold switching, elite level cold switching. Cold switching. Uh-huh. Um, I think I have bosses who would never know that, yo. I could like that. Your Millie Rock was sturdy. Not even that my Millie Rock was sturdy, but these hands are strong, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, what's like that? Yo, 
Chill, you can't. No, I can't. Nah, I can't. I ain't gonna lie. If I seen you fighting, I probably pop out my car. Like, nah, nah, nah. Right, just I can't. Nah, nah, I can't mess her face up. Like, I ain't gonna lie. She too cute to be fighting. I can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. So, so you know, like you know, I never, I never really felt my name like that, and um. I love I love my middle name. My middle name comes from my 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 godmother. She um she was my mother's best friend and she passed away prior to me being born and my mom she named me after. She gave me her her middle name also was Veronica. She gave me that because my mom felt like I was going to be a lot like her. And like as I as I've grown up there's been moments when my mom just looked at me and she was like, "God." Just like her. Yeah. She was like, wow, like your behavior, like your, the way that I move. She's like, you know, I'm like a strong mix between my father and my godmother. It's like my mom can't even find her, like herself in me. And, and and so it's like that. And then, uh, interestingly enough, my last name, you know, is my last name. <laughs> like, like, nah, you know, but it's funny because, like. you know, every every time I've gone, I've either gone to school or a job interview or something like that. They're like, Wayans, uh, are you related to the Wayans family? And I'm just like, at this point in my life, like, you know, I'm well into my 20s now. And I'm just like, yes. And they're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And it's like, I... <laughs> yeah, I, I hate that because like my last name in Jamaica is like a famous last name too. So every time I go places, they're like, uh, Upper Dunn, you know the rum them, on them. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, this is kind of like, shut the fuck up. Like, I just, yeah. this is like, yo, it's but just it, the name. You know, it's just like, and I wish it would just be just the name, but because, you know, society and people. And, and you know, my family did so well for themselves as that generation came up from being. Hold on, were, you relate to the white? Yeah, I'll just say, yeah, bro. You didn't say all that, though. Oh, oh shit. I thought you were saying, I yeah, kind of. I know, like I said, I know, like, skip, skip, I thought you were saying, like, yeah, because, like, you tired of answering the question, no, but, yeah, I'm like, saying, you get. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, in a tone of voice that's like, yo, please don't take this no further. Like, Oh, all right, I'll leave it alone, but I didn't, we were talking about that off air. I didn't yeah, know that. All right, like, word. So, so that's like, you know, like, you know, granted, my sister, she has a complete alias where her last name is left out of it because, you know, we've come to an uh, understanding agreement for ourselves. You know, we want to be who we are for ourselves. Yeah, so you know? individuals in that, and, right? And whether, no matter what career path, you know, I, I as an artist, I feel like, you know, one reason I respect Kanye is no matter what you do as an artist, you can always dip your toe into whatever and be successful. That's you know what I mean? I'm not saying that uh, he needs a whole new... De- I'm saying he needs a whole new design staff, but regardless of that... You, you know, say he does? Yeah. Why you... <laughs> talk about, talk about, talk about. Why like, you throwing shade to Ye, though? Like, yo, like, like, yo Ye you... is the man, right? So man with need, the plan, but his, design, his designs is... What's yeah. off about it? What What is... I really think that... Alright, yeah, yeah, been a trendsetter, right? Been a trendsetter, and um, so trendset, my nigga. I don't know what this wearing stockings and shit is, but my nigga, like, yo, big t-shirts with holes in it, leotards, bro, like, come on, like, shine, Kanye, shine, like. Alright, that's one thing. I, I feel like he's 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 more trendsetting, not for the urban anymore or for the hood. At one point, he was. I feel like now, I feel like he's like on some like. Maybe it's international. Maybe it's something else. It could be. I think like I, I he's think probably seeing shit outside like outside of as out. But you know, there's a very big um spandex like situation going on right now because I think you know also a lot of a lot of clothing companies are gearing their style wear to um to women with you know the waist training mommy. Oh yeah, bodies, which is true. Which right? is true. Uh-huh. Which is which is you know and 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 and. 
nothing nothing against that because if you want to waist train at your own discretion if you you know you want to wear certain things at your own discretion at the end of the day um but there are still real one you know real women with real bodies who those things don't necessarily work for them like i i do have a hard time getting dressed up to go out and stuff like that it don't seem that way but good like but i'm slim you know what i mean i'm slim so for me it's like what what looks great on my friend with the you know with the big booty yeah Yeah. you know it's not gonna work true for me which is but me personally i feel like 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 okay like slim chicks y'all always had there's always gonna be stuff for y'all but for a long period of time I feel like the big booty girls didn't have that lane Granted. and now I'm not gonna lie they monopolizing it and take it to a point where it's like it's like nigga like like y'all ain't got nowhere Dragon. to go like it's <laughs> <laughs> y'all done killed the horse yeah, and killed. still but, trying to take it but, for a ride like my nigga like let it go let it go I don't go. know but it's like but I see that's where the money's at it seems like to it a point where it's like right now. You know, I like I've never seen so many girls on a squat rack or squat machine in my life like I Honestly, it's like... <laughs> Honestly, like, to be honest, I respect that. I could do a couple squats myself, but I need to stretch before we get down that lane because Word. I'm going to pop something somewhere. <laughs> I ain't exercising so damn long. But, you know, I, it's just like... Granted, I think also part of a healthy lifestyle is taking care of yourself mentally and spiritually and um, physically. So I got to get to the physical, to the physical. part yeah, of yeah, taking... That balance, my body yeah, and soul. If you know, yeah, one's a exactly. little bit too much and the other is a little bit off. Yeah. So, like, do you love fashion more than art? Or is fashion a part of art? Or do you have to pick, like, painting or, like, fashion? I did pick, though. Oh. That's the thing. That's the thing. You know, and, and this is, that's not the first time I've been asked that question, but I did have to pick because... So... I went to fashion industries high school, right? Mm-hmm. Where's that located? That is in the heart of Manhattan, like uh, 23rd Street, between uh-huh. 7th and 8th Avenue. Gotcha. That's, that's where I went to school. Poppy Bull. And, um, I mean, like, I literally, I, I could walk to 14th Street. I could walk to Soho. I could I could walk to 42nd Street, 37th, you know, 37th and 8th, and in between 7th and 8th was the um, garment district. Mm-hmm. So, I could walk over there. Um, easily and constantly be influenced by that stuff. But going to school where I went to school, I kid you not, was a fashion show every day. Girls had on Jeffrey Campbell's, the, like, things that that you shouldn't have Uh, at that age or... junior year of high school. Like, I mean, by the time I graduated from high school, it was like a stunting show all day of every day. Like, if you could stunt, stunt. Like, every day. But it's... You know, hard to city, though. Yeah, but it was like, also, it was like, I went to, like, there was like maybe fifteen guys in my graduating class. Okay, you know what I mean? Like so, yeah, so it's woman yeah. against woman. Like, you know, like That's real. And and I mean I got to a point like and I had changed so many times. Like my style of dressing had changed so many times by the time I graduated from high school. And um and a bigger part of that was I was in a fashion major. I was an art major in high mm-hmm. school. But, you know, I I knew like my department didn't get the same funding that that you know fashion guy like they they got the window displays we never got the window displays you know like the school was marketed towards fashion and and everything it's like everything was marketed for fashion, fashion. you know whereas so that was like, the breadwinners in their yeah, eyes and, like, and, 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 and whereas i still had to pay i was paying like my freshman junior sophomore year of of high school i was paying 200 to 400 dollars in art supplies out of my out of my myself and my parents pocket throughout the year you know what i'm saying like and i know it costs more for fashion students to, you know they gotta to go get fabric and all this other stuff but at the end of the day it's like they could still get help from professors they had a whole basement in my school of fabric 
and crochet supplies and knitting, like a whole basement full of buttons. My school didn't have, like my, have my department didn't have, have none of that. But is there like a high school in New York City that's like geared towards painters like that? Um, I would say art and design, but even then, art and design is not. My brother went to art and design to keep it the book. And it, and you know, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. uh, it was. Like, it was honestly, like, I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't. Even, I don't know much about it because he's older than me, so I ain't know much. You know, like really my about. my sister went to art and design, so I, I would just say my sister is twenty four. Twenty. She's gonna be twenty four in March. She's okay, so I different time period. Yeah, okay, gotcha. you know, but I know a lot of artists from uh-huh. who've come out of you know. um I think I mean it's Andy Martinez. You know, you can look him up on Instagram. I believe under Andy Martinez, and his work is dope. Like I mean, like he like twenty twenty six. I think, and his work is really popping. Like you know, he does like the um, what a uh, Hey Arnold like heads and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Not Benzie on Hey Arnold is like one of my favorite shows. Yeah, the Cynthia Dole type. Yeah. He does he does some of his work is based around around that stuff and um. When I went to college, after coming out of such an environment based around fashion, I then went to the new school and Parsons. And Parsons is like one of the biggest. Hold on, that was, that's the thing that threw me off. Okay, so Parsons is a part of the new school. Or is Parsons and new school so two different things? The new school Parsons is, is inside the new school. Like there's okay. there's like several schools. So how many schools inside the new school? Like seven. Okay, and okay. you went to Parsons in the. No, I went to um I went to the new school. Parsons is in the new school. I went to Eugene Lang. That's where all um the politically geared individuals go to school. Like, if you want to be, like, into grass and stuff, you go to the new... Like, into grass? What does you mean, like... Like, if you are all health and, like... I don't even know how to explain it. Like, if you, like, science and journalistic-like and, like, all news-geared and, you know, like, you sit outside and you, like, in a circle with other people... People and do big, kumbaya yeah, and shit like that? Okay, gotcha, that was gotcha, my gotcha. School. Gotcha. That was Feng Shui, like, the whole Feng Shui that hippie type. Okay. of the school. Like, there was, we had, like... My school was on um, 12th, 11th and 12th Street. Yeah. Um, between 5th and 6th. And le- legitimately, like, there's... Uh, our buildings are connected through a courtyard. And when you go into that courtyard, there's, like, a big grass circle and then, like... Where you can play chess and like yeah, like that that little that's school, dope. I think I would like that. That's the only like campus like part of my entire okay. college. Um, wow. So do you play chess? I can't figure that out. My dad was trying to teach me. What that. that shit is like? It's e- to understand the game is so easy, but to master easy. Right? Checkers is chess like is elementary about calculation, and it's about understanding no. how to get from one from point A to point B. And understanding what your opponents will do in the process. All right, so, all right, so you understand chess. You understand, just understand. It's just understand. Not, you're not to be yeah. nice at it. You're not nice at it. Like, yeah, okay, got I, you, got I can you, got you. Figure it out. I just don't, don't know, know how to be like. Do it. Okay, like, you know okay, what I mean? okay. So, um, you know, I went to that school, and being from New York, and then um, going to a school, get around fashion and stuff like that. You kind of become your own person, and I had been out of I had been out of school for almost three years before I went to I graduated from high school when I was seventeen. I was about to turn twenty Did when I went to... back to um, okay. college. So I had like my style had changed, who I was had changed. The evolution of who AV was between when I graduated and when I started college was a completely different thing, and um, and I, I think it was like. I like to flex at school. Like, first of all, I got to commute here every day, unlike you people who live on campus yeah, and, and, and get to wear your sweatpants and stuff to, like that to class. Um, if th- This is a New York mentality. Like, if you are from out of state and you're listening to this podcast and you don't understand, we will flex. flex. <laughs> That's a fact, though. Deli, yeah. right? Like, if nah, I forgot nah. my errands on the way it's to the problem. deli, I'm turning back. Nah, like, it's I'm a problem. Not, 
I gotta have the right feats on to make sure like my my outfits were so calculated every day. I woke up an hour and a half early just to get dressed. It's a pride thing too, and it's just like yo, you are not gonna catch me slipping for nothing. Like yo, that is a hundred percent fat. Like Like, yo, oh man, that shit is that shit's like a drug too. We linger around outside in the city in case nobody saw our feet. Yo, that's yo. I ain't gonna lie. I was driving the other day. This nigga just post up like he just want people to see his fit. Like he's just like yo, honestly, like you know it's that good. Yeah, it's just like, and you know what's funny? It's like. I, I don't come from money, like, I don't have, like, my parents were broke, you know, my dad had significant health issues, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, like, there was no Jordans, I ain't never had a pair of Jordans, I didn't have my first pair of Timbs until I was, like, somewhere ways down in middle school, like, and it was hurt, you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, like, and then, and then I didn't get another pair of them for years, yeah. like, you no, know, I, was, I've been through that. I didn't I've been get my that. next pair of Timbs until I, could, I, I had my first job when I was, like, 18, and I paid for them myself. Like, that, you know, like, my parents weren't buying... Like, they made sure you had food in your belly and a place to sleep at night. But like, that's about it. All the other yeah. mediation, like, you had to make sure you got that yourself. So, that is a part of why people don't understand that. Like, that hustle mentality in New York is because we don't got nothing. Like, you, you, if you don't got nothing, you're going to make sure when you step outside, you you are... And, you know, people think it's all show and stuff like that. But it's like, this is what I got. Yeah, Respect what I got. Exactly. And how I put it together. Like, right. nigga, like nobody do what I do, right, my nigga. Right. Like, <laughs> and the thing about it is, too, because, you know, like, we broke. So, people think, you know, like, I... Like, my most recent job, they was obsessed with how I put my clothes together. Like, where's this from? Where is this from? Oh, my God. What? And it's like, I thrifted all of this. This is the thrift. Every coat, this pal is a thrift. I was looking you know at that. I like that. I was looking at that. Like, like, nice finesse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got you to gotta know, especially in New York, you got to know how to get the look you want without costing yourself. Because dumb niggas spend money on stuff they can't afford. Forward. Right, yeah, that, that. but smart people will learn how to, you know. I know who I am, so this is kind of what I want to look like, Bro. but I can't afford this. So, so, and since I got bills to pay, obviously, how can um, I, I kind of get to where I want to get to, and, you know? And I learned I wasn't the only person thrifting. You gotta, you, you know, you be proud of it because you know, growing in young New York, yeah, 80s, 90s, early 2000s New York, it was that showy, like, yeah, it was bougie. It was just like, Yo, like anybody that seen Cam in that pink fur, that's right. what that shit was. Like, nah, nigga, like, I'm popping tags out here. You didn't have an old school Pell with the, with the diamonds screwed into, into the back that spelled out the... Yeah, the butter like I remember that. Like, I remember that whole, like, yo, like, that niggas walk around, feeling. like, if you had the big boy, you had the Pell looking like Skittles right. and shit. Like, I'll never right. forget it. Like, it was like... You know, you was getting robbed for that. Nah, nigga, what? Like, this shit was... Nah, I'll never forget. Yo, that shit was different time about that. you know that you not bully enough to have. Like, then it's like... Because you getting quick. <laughs> See, nah, because when I was 18, I'll never forget it. I went to the um, PSAO championship game. Mm-hmm. It was a mascot garden. Lance Stevenson was in the NBA right now. was playing champ- championship. Nigga, that shit was a riot. I mean, like a brawl in that bitch. People was fighting. But all I remember is seeing like just big boys and pals just fighting. So it really looked like a sour pack of Skittles versus a tropical <laughs> pack of Skittles just fighting each other. And like niggas was just like, ah, nah, throwing niggas over chairs and shit. Right. And I'm like, I look at life now and I'm like, I love what New York is. But people don't understand, even New York eight, six, seven years ago was different. Like shit different now. Back the then shit was, was really real. Like and before that it was real learned and what I'm talking about. Right. So like from a fashion even from a fashion standpoint, from a fashion like standpoint, thrifting is more acceptable and more cool now right. because it's like everybody has this I feel like everybody has this humbler perspective everybody of what I gotta kinda falling into the the schemes of who they are. Like it's less about 
blending in with the next nigga and more about standing apart. Part of being is, you as an which individual. Which is now a, now a trend. Like, oh, which is scary. Let me be more different than the next nigga. It's I, like, that's mad. Right, yeah, that's, that's, that's you're way, scary. You're way too different, right? Yeah. And so, like, you know, I went from, I went from, you know, my freshman, sophomore year of college to really trying to flex all the time to get into this place where I, so in my sophomore year of college, I was working, like, 40 hours a week. And even when I cut that down and tried to do part-time, mm-hmm. you know, because also my job, I needed to look nice all the time. I'm selling expensive clothes. I need to... Fit the part. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Fit the part. I don't got to wear black every day. Like, you yeah. know, I work at Saks or Macy's or something. But they want you to be trendy and on on trend. Look look the part, you know. And, and a lot of people always would see my clothes and be like, do you have that here? And it's like, I nah, like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know like, what I mean? But in leaving my job, that job that required me to be so on trend and so fresh looking all the time, you know, I chose painting. And in that, cho- like, I chose art over fashion, like, in an instant. Um, I was like, I, I'm choosing a broke life. I'm choosing to wear sweatpants every day. I'm Ooh. choosing to only have my feet in my coat. Versus having, like, I got, yo, I kid you not, it hurt, but I came home one day and I was like, I was looking at, like, I got a rack of clothes. I, I've had a rack of clothes in my my room for years. And it's like, you know, whenever you try to get rid of stuff, you're like, oh, but I love this. Yeah, like, oh. Like, if I don't wear it, you know, in six months, I'm going to get go. rid of it, right? But in six months past, you still got it. You never revisit it. I really, I went through things that I don't wear. Like, the things I know for a fact I never wear. All in a, in a garbage bag. The things that my best friends love, like they love to have, packed up clothes, shipped them off to them. Like you know, like the things they wanted to have, and they, like they so got much, like, big, they got big bags of stuff that they wanted, and everything else is basura, garbage, gone. And I have, I have five sweatsuits. I got a black sweatsuit, a red, two red, red sweatsuits, this green one, and an orange one. And that's my. That's my everyday attire. This is what I wear every day. If so, you see me, if you see me wearing this green sweatsuit tomorrow, it ain't because I'm a bum and I can't get clothes. It's because honestly, I chose yeah, to to, to take I love that, that lifestyle. step back. I'm like, not gonna lie. I love simplify, that shit. Like I needed to simplify the things in my life. The things I didn't need nah. got rid of ASAP. Like it wasn't even. It's not. Look, as human beings, we're constantly tethering ourselves to things. To materialistic objects, like I'm, we so concerned. Oh, but those was my favorite. This and oh, but I need that. And it's like, I but do you really? I, that word, I had to like really understand like what, what need what and want. It was a want because like, a lot of people like y'all they are need like what and what's and, like, comfortable. and yo, what's being comfortable. That's yo honestly like there's so much stuff like I got kicks. I put kicks on all them like yo. These were never comfortable. Like, the reason why I wear these Adidas every day or so because they're comfortable or I like them. Mm-hmm. And secondly, sometimes, like, the only person I'm trying to prove something to is God. Mm-hmm. Like, legit. It's kind of like, and there's certain things I have to prove to myself still, but it's from a, it's more from a personality standpoint or an inside. Mm-hmm. The outside really don't bother me no more. Because, right. honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been through that stage where it's kind of like, yep, I wore this fit two days ago. Yep, I wore that. Yep, because right. it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, this is who I am, and I don't need to spend that much time or money invested in that vanity lifestyle. Right. I'm cool with like making my art fly. I'm right. cool with making my platform what I'm trying to do fly. Right. I'm not saying that everybody that gets fly, it's all vanity. I'm not saying that. Right. But I'm understanding, understand that balance. Understand, like, yo, if you're devoting this much time or effort, even like finances to something, 
understanding is it is it helping the world is it hurting the world is it just to glorify you and put you on a higher platform right. like what's the real purpose of it and yeah. then determine like okay what should i do what shouldn't i do you know and and even in that like i think about the likes that pictures of myself get versus pictures of my artwork get now because i think people got so comfortable with the way i was on instagram it was all about my fits now it was all about my fits all the time all about you know like I, you know, I model for a lot of people from time to time because I love, like, it's not because I love modeling. It's easy. You know, I spent my childhood doing karate. My father's a karate instructor. You got a black belt? Nah, I quit. I, I have a red belt, so that's two mm. before my belt. Oh, so that's why your hands is red. That mm. and I got, like, all brothers and cousins and, like, ain't no females in my family. Besides your sister? And then my sister, mm. my cousin. Uh, Deja and Brittany. Brittany moved to Florida though, and Shania from Harlem. All of us. That's it. Five girls. That's it. Like thirty boys. All niggas. All niggas. All niggas. 100, okay. 100 my dad only has two sisters. My mom is the only child. All from my dad's side. All men. So million man march. All, a million man march. Yeah. So if if I was fighting anybody, it was a nigga. Oh. Like so. That's how, that's how real it was. Yeah. Got so you, you. you know, like, but learning from karate and stuff like that how to just get up in the air wanting to if i can see it i can probably do it like if i can see what i want in my head i can probably make my body do it so modeling came easy because it was just like oh i could do this or i could do that and i can make these clothes look good for you in the process of doing this like it was it was really interesting to see how things looked if you could just imagine it right mm -hmm. so that came so naturally and so like my instagram used to be geared around that all the time and now that i've shifted into being about my artwork yes. i see how like you know people real funny money with the likes and it's, i'm like but everybody go there's a lot like you go through that and i really because you got to know your audience yeah. and like and it's it's tough like it's a transitional period but it takes time yeah because I, I i i know that feeling too i just i know that and, I, and it, it's, it's, cool. it's but it's cool though because i respect it like i'm not mad at people i always seeing people like oh you you know it's it's fine like at the you end just of the day see how like, the game go like there's gonna be that that period when no one, all the people who didn't want to be on the wave are going to be on the wave. That, that, that's humanity though. Yeah, that's how you it know is. What, I, what I'm saying, like people will constantly say, ah, I don't no, see no. it for you. And then. Okay. And I see it for me. And that's all that. It's funny because one of my favorite songs right now is Kid Cudi Sur Surfing. Like, I, I listen to it. No, that song is all these like, I ain't riding no way, baby. Too busy making my own way. Cause I ain't riding no way, baby. It's making my own way. It's where we Now, Cudi, I'm a like diehard Cudi fan, like OD. But also, like, another thing that I posted on my um on my Instagram, and I love this page, it's called Risk Happy, but it talks Kevin Hart's on this interview, and he's just talking about, like, yo, like, nobody knows how great you're going yo, to be watched, or how good you're going to be. It, yeah, like, it. and it was just like, yo, it's so true, because it's like, he said that he's been in the game for 18 years. And people don't really know that. Exactly. And for 12 of those years, he heard no so much. He can't do this. He can't do that. Right. And now and like, now he has six years of being, like, quote, unquote, on the top or, or being it's famous. Like, but you do got to put in all that work. And that's the thing. It's like, the reality is, like, you know, like, to, to that same note, Kevin Hart once told a story about how, you know, he told his mother that he wanted to be doing this whole co comedy thing. And, that you story know, almost made me cry. Yo, bro. And, was... and she was like, you know, okay, I'll pay your rent for you. Six months um, ago, just, or just like read that. your Bible. That's all yeah. she said. Just read your Bible. And six months went by, and the rent wasn't paid, and he was about to get evicted. And she said, "But have you been reading your Bible?" And if he'd have only read his Bible, he would have found out his mind had been slipping his, his rent checks in his yo, Bible. That shit, I was OD. That's heavy. Was, though. Nah, that was yo when I like when he, yeah when I was, uh, I was the that was reality hard, yeah. is that 
when you step into and 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 I, it'll always revolve back into being in your purpose for me and and that's why I was like I hate seeing people live outside of their purpose because it's like if you would just live in your purpose right and seek that which you were meant to be seeking right he was trying to do it on his own mm-hmm. right but you have the support like you had the support is there if you really are <laughs> looking for it right yeah. if you really needed the support is there yeah. that's why I'm like I'm not like even though I'm, my pockets is hurting. Like, you know, my pockets, I chose I chose to be broke right now. I chose to be isolated away from people right now. I chose to be living in a way where I feel like I feel bad sometimes when it's like my friends want to go out, my friends want to do stuff, and I know for facts I can't show up for people. No matter how much I love you. And then it looks from the outside in like I'm like... Being shady I'm or this choosing, I'm choosing to do nothing. I'm lazy. I'm not getting nothing done. But it's like, yo, the people who are watching... Shout out to the people who are watching. And they always watching. Yo. Yo, don't never get it motherfucking twisted. Don't sleep. They are always watching. Because those be the people who, when, when you're not working like how you were working, will pull you to the side and be like, so yeah, what's going on with this? Yo. And it's the person, at least the person you do not expect. Right. It's the person you're like, nigga, you what? Like, you was peeping game? Like, like that's when you started. Like, yeah, and, like. And people you don't interact with but, like that. Nah, that's a people fact. you don't, you know, it's, and it's to say like. You know, if I had to think of our influences that I had in my life, you know, throughout time, I can always say I could start with Frida Kahlo. Um, she, she's, you know, an artist who painted herself and was constantly looking, you know, but she didn't have an easy life. And that's the thing. If you look at a lot of artists who change the game, they didn't have easy lives. It's that word pain that fucks with me because like most art comes from a certain level of pain that that like it brings out this artistic expression that I just feel like joy just can't, which is weird. You know, I Uh, I spent a long time in high school trying to figure out how to paint happy, and I can't, and even to now I can't figure out how to paint happy. But I think that's because happiness is a fleeting concept, right? But joy is, is everlasting, right? And, and, and biblically, it'll tell you that that joy is everlasting. Joy comes in the morning. Joy it's is here in your present. It is it's here when you need that ever present help that is God. And and so like for me, you know, I am constantly, you know, I've learned I need to be happy in my in my worst. I need to be happy in my happiness. I need to be happy when I'm broke as and shit. Cause that's just uh, who you, you know. That's you know. That's where I'm at right now. Who am I to be unhappy just because I'm broke? Who am I to, to to lead myself to spin out into depression or something like that? When I know at the end of the day, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. That's the thing, though. Niggas give up right before the good start even because starts happening. My, I, I read this quote. I'm gonna quote this interview. Somebody said like, "You being broke. If that's the only problem, then you are right." Because it's like, like all honesty. Because at the end of the day, it's like right. you still have a breath. You still. And the thing is, you're acquiring knowledge. Like you started the race. A lot of times, like I tell people, at times like. I'm happy right now and I'm in a place of joy because I feel like I'm starting, I'm, I'm in the race. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm understanding my purpose. I'm understanding what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And now I can start climbing the mountain. For right. so long, I'm like, yo, I got to get to the start of this mountain. I got to, yeah, mountain. exactly. But how do I'm I get like, to this mountain? Where's, where's the staircase to the exactly. mountain? You don't have no staircase to the mountain. You build that. Yeah, thing. and that's you, what you really, like, you got to take that, the hammer and the chisel and you and just make get it to work, happen. Right? Because the thing, I'm, the, the, the thing that I keep seeing, like, I reach out to, um, I watched this thing on Facebook that was like, you know, there's always a GPS. There's always a better way. Um, 
and and like the guy who was saying that he said there's always a gps there's always a better way a friend of mine had literally said like the same thing the next day the day before so i reached out to you know uh an ex's mom who's a painter to kind of see like how she did she's been doing it since her mid-20s you know how did she do what she do and got what she got she doesn't have a full-time she don't got a day job she's a full-time painter and if you look up her work, she her work is um, biblically and um, religiously based as well as home life based. And then I reached out to this artist, BK the artist. Um, I remember going to see his work on my own time by myself and having a very emotional experience with it. You know, there was he paints two sides to to reality and his work. It's like um when you watch him paint now on Instagram, if he posts like a thing, it's like you're seeing like eighteen different images in one image. Remember, you sh- that's the one that made Muhammad Ali out of butterflies? Mm-hmm. Yo, that nigga is elite. He made Muhammad Ali out of butterflies. butterflies off, of the, off of the premises of, you know, felt like a butterfly thing like, like a bee. bee. You know what I'm saying? I, and he he bodied that. And, I mean, I reached out to, you know, I reached out to him on different occasions and whatnot. And he just, he literally just told me, he was like, literally, like, you know, you're also a good start, but keep doing what you're doing. Like, you're not the only person alone in this fight. Like, you literally gotta knock on doors until they let you in and if they don't let you in kick them shits down. Yeah. I think I was talking to you about the Tupac mm-hmm. thing, right? I think so. What he was like he's like 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 how do you feel like you on this side you see food every day and you're hungry like you please are you hungry leave lettuce in we're hungry mm-hmm. and after a while it's kinda like yo you start knocking though like yo can I get some food and after right, two I'm weeks hungry. it's like yo I'm picking the door I'm coming through blasted it's right. like yo sometimes it's like that with your dreams it's, it's like, like yo like yo, you gotta just I know keep you on heard going me when I said I said I was doing it. Yeah and it's I know like you what's heard up me. Nah, that's... me, but now I'm gonna make you see. Now I'm gonna make you like see the vision because it's like I and that's that's the thing though. Like, please, if you believe in the things that you are doing, if you love your talent or whatever the case may be, um, it's still a dream if you ain't put no pen to no paper and made it happen. Like, oh, and, and 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 that's the thing though. It's still a dream if you haven't found a way to manifest. It. And when I say manifest, I mean write it down. Yeah, like, like we always say, yo, I'm trying to get this popping. Like, you know, like. Because you're still trying because you're not doing it. the land of dreams, the, the land is. of ideas. You New know? York's the land of dreams, I, not goals, and that's the problem. Right, that's the thing. <laughs> not, land of dreams, not, not goals. goals. Yeah. Because if you had a goal, you would it's write not a it dream down, goal. show right. the outline, see, find the GBS, which is why I'm hitting up artists who've been in the game longer than I have. Who are, Some of them, I got to see it with my own eyes blow up. With what? Struggle. Your struggle is a struggle that will bless somebody else. I said that to you the other day. A lot of this struggle, this struggle shit that everybody's complaining about, is like, yo, bro, you know how many people are blessed in your struggle? It's a fact. You think the struggle in it is about you? Like, hustle because you want it, yes. But know that in that hustling and that struggle and that hurt, you no, hurt it for a reason. Somebody else is, is benefiting. Like, and they could be in a worse situation than you and you don't even know it. That's a fact. And it may not seem that way, but in all reality, it's like it's a blessing and a blessing in disguise and right. everything, and that's that's mad you important. Know, you gotta take it that's, for what it is. But to, you said what's his name? BK the artist. One thing I like is like because you explaining his work, and I have to check it out again. Come on, but I actually I didn't have service in the um, art spot. It's like the language of the greats because I feel like all great artists and whatever they do, they allow you to like see art at every perspective, and it's kind of like they they it's like they give you something from one eye perspective, then they give you something for your mind, they give you something for your soul, they give you something for your body, and it's like you just see the detail of it, and it's just like it's never simple, right? It's never simple. It's so detailed and like articulated, and it's just like. It's weird because it's like, like as I see like that that nipple right behind you, you know what I'm saying, and I'm just looking at it like it's wild, but it looks like a bottle. 
like when I look, like you see the bottle of oh, like a, yeah, like the bottle. And I'm just thinking about it. I'm just like, yo, wow. And like the curves and mm-hmm. then the other lines of it and then the shade of it. And then like how it's like broken up into like different parts. Like it's Pangea and the world's about to split, but then now it's together. And, it's know, just like it, these, each one of these, you know, are, are in their own. Like sometimes I don't even know how these manifest themselves. Like I don't. Like sometimes I like I really don't because I got to a place also with the same thing with you know when you have an idea, write it down. Um, with my paintings, if I have an idea in my head instead of just going to the canvas and doing it, write sketching it, down. it first before I had to sketch it. Matter of fact, I mean this point number five. Yeah, like um, goals, dreams don't come true, goals come true because mm-hmm. the dreams is to go without a plan, and that's very very mm-hmm. important. So like you have manifesting it, writing it down. Vision boards, notes, journals, texting yourself, anything that can put a platform for you to keep yourself accountable because you can't trust your brain. You can't trust your mind to think and make it happen because you're going to forget. Like that's, but understand you're going to forget. Ideas are so fleeting. Exactly. Understand that. Like, no lie. Like, there's so many videos I have on my phone while I vlog. Like, I have an idea. I'll take my phone out, put it on selfie, record what I'm feeling, the emotion I'm feeling, leave it alone. Then I'll go check it every once in a while. I'm like, wow, I had to start and I'll come and revisit it. So understand that you have to document yourself to understand yourself. And build on yourself. You know, people, we are more creative than we give ourselves credit Hands for. Down. You know, um, and, and that's to say, like, my brother, my brother is um, business minded. My brother, he is um, completely and totally like the opposite of me. I'm good at math. You know, he's more serious than I am, but you know, he's a Capricorn. So the, the silent, like, yeah, focus, I, I know yeah. you don't know. I'm all so that, unsigned. It's crazy. Like, it's like, it's like, funny, it's like I don't know about I wasn't, the sign I wasn't shit. signed and stuff until I met, like, <laughs> a group of my friends, like even Wendy. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you don't man. know, check out my darling Wendy on Instagram. She, her work will blow your mind Ooh, and your God. spirit. Ooh, and God, if you become friends with her, she's going to check you. No, uh, I, like, I, I, I don't even know Wendy that well, but like when I did meet her and see her art, like it was amazing. Like she, she was like, blowing your mind. Her art made me go home and write like two poems you know, that day, and that's and, one of and, my best and poems. Even to this day, I don't think that I'm like sign inclined for real, for real. It's just you know, certain people have certain qualities about each other based on the month that they they do share similar features. Mm-hmm. And um, my my you know my younger brother, he turned twenty one yesterday. Um, he became an alpha. This 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 and um. In November, he became Alpha, and um, well, he goes to SUNY Brockport. Oh, Brockport, Brockport, Brockport. I think I played Brockport. Man. You know, and he's upstate, right? Yeah, yeah. he is like when I say my brother and I, we are not the same individual, even though we're only a month apart. And he, just to say those few like that that he became an Alpha. That's you got to know what type of nigga you are to become a. A alpha versus a kappa versus a Q. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you gotta know how you move. You gotta know what your goals are. How these the these fraternities have outlines that kind of fit into each you individual. Mm-hmm. And he chose, you know. And he's an intellectual type of guy. Like he's very calculated. My brother's very calculated, you know. But even in that calculation, my brother he used to say to me. He'll say to me and my sister all the time. He's like, if God would have just given me y'all talent, <laughs> we would be on the map already. Like we'd yes, be known already. Because it's a- you know, because he's like he can he can see it business wise. The vision, mm-hmm. my brother can. You know, he just he wants to go into um entertainment, um management and uh, PR type type joints. Um, because he knows how to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? He can't necessarily do it himself. So, we know how to make but it happen. He can see, and that's the thing, though. And and that's that's the, the consistent theme with living in your purpose is no. You got to know yeah. how to, how to, how what you can do works for you. 
you gotta know and you have to know then decide. Right. Because you have to cause like you have to don't then decide what if is If you don't decide that that's what you're gonna be committed to, then it's never gonna be for you. Ever, you know, no, like that's... like I know that I'm good at other things outside of myself. I studied theater while I was in school and I was great at my you know, my my major, my major and I like my professor She's probably furious at that me. My main it. professor that I'm not in school right now. Like if if she runs into me on the street, she might twist my ear. She's like mm-hmm. a mother, um, and and you know she's from Istanbul, t- Turkey. Like their 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 culture is geared for you to begin and finish things. Like you will be disciplined in everything that you do. No and what. um, she is, she, you know, she loves me like a mother, and she knows that I'm good at anything. Like if I really, because I get my emotions invested in the things that I'm doing, and which is. I, I, at one point, I thought all artists were like that, but not all artists are like that, which is kind of weird. Because you also got to think of the fact that, like, if my brother was artistically capable of yeah. making the things that he could make, my brother would just do it for profit. See, but I call that nature's deficiencies, and I like I hear about it all the time. It's like, like there's certain reasons why plants have a certain deficiency, or like a yeah. tree. It's kind of like there's a reason why you're not that artist. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you not being that artist, him seeing you guys grow up that way, probably understood. Like, okay, I can't. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. So sometimes you not having something made you that great at right. what you do have. Right. And there's a reason why. It's like I did a video today talking about I need help. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much stuff that I don't know, and that's okay. Yo. Like it's like I, like, but th- that's people told, want to know everything. Right. You sometimes I just don't know. Today I had to um, I reached out to somebody for you know the project that I'm hearing on the load. Yeah, on um, because I need help. See, I have a uh, God bless this man who has since he met me been involved in my creative process very deeply. Uh, my my friend Curtis, he. He sees it. He, since he met me, has seen the thing about myself that I couldn't see when I couldn't see it. And it's even then, he he can still see beyond what I then start mm-hmm. to see about myself, which is, is, is crazy to me because you you start to think that you see it. And he's like, no, you haven't seen the, the big whole, picture yet. When you see the picture, that's when you don't need me anymore. Not to cut you up. Let's bring out this place. Sometimes you have to believe in people's dreams in you. Until you believe in yourself, mm-hmm. and that's part and that happens a lot because like sometimes there's certain people that just won't let you give up and won't let you stop because they have a vision for you that sometimes you can't see and, yourself. And you know, sometimes I was like, you know, when I was a child, um, when I was in karate with my father, and when I was you know growing up with my parents, it was overwhelming being. Uh, and I'm a middle child, so I have severe middle child oh, syndrome. Shit. Damn, I have, yeah, I have severe middle child. I'm not gonna lie, that middle child shit is real. Edson, I love you. You're my brother, bro. I love you, bro. I understand now, son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta it, chop it up, bro. I love you. you bro. It's like you isolate yourself. You constantly feel like you're at a point of blame where everybody's always blaming you for something. You know, I don't necessarily well into like like I t- I've told you maybe like ten times I'm a wallflower. I think you saw when we were at Steve yeah. uh, Memorial the other day that. I walked in there and literally just, someone else said she walked in here and she didn't see nobody she knew. Hello. And I was like, <laughs> like, he said that out loud and I was like, yeah, bro, I don't know nobody. Until I saw you, I saw your coat and I was like, oh, somebody I know. I right, cool. And like, I kind of like glued myself to you until I was out. Like that, I'm really like, a, I'm a wolf. Hey, you dip like, oh, what? Yeah, I, 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 you, went up, you went up to go do the, you know, little speech thing. I told you I had to go get pretty. No, no, I heard, I heard, no, no. I, honestly, I wasn't, you know, R.I.P. Steve. Honestly, I wasn't even gonna do. I wasn't necessarily in the full blown mm-hmm. mood, but nobody really was. But you know, what I'm saying I had to hold it down. You know, what I'm saying that missed that nigga. You know, it's um, and I, I and I, I'm, I'm type. 
that middle child syndrome will really like mess with your esteem. Yeah, that self-esteem will really go somewhere. And so when it came to my parents, my parents always saw something bigger than me. And that was frustrating. Because I'm like, y'all seeing something I don't see. And y'all trying to make me become a person I don't want know. Be. Like, Stop I'm just, it like, right, like I'm just myself. <laughs> yeah. I am only myself. And you're asking me to be, be beyond what I think that I am. And, and, you know, that's the problem with parents. Like, parents, please, if you have children, like, please respect your child enough to see what they're interested in and let them love what they're interested in. Don't make that their career. Don't make that their driving force. Unless they say to you, Unless like, they at, want it to be at, at some point you'll see with children, you'll see the consistency. If they're genuinely interested in that, they'll create a consistent pattern and saying, mommy or daddy, I want to do this on a regular basis. And you can then, as a parent, start pouring into that. But don't berate them about it because then it, it, it starts to hurt and, and you quit stuff, you know? Half and then now you associate that emotion of like not knowing that pain with the what it is particularly. And then now you don't want to do it as much as you probably did when you were younger. So, you know, I I began to understand, you know, at, and being at the new school, being at my college definitely created an environment where I went. I began to meet artists and meet individuals who would then pour into me and cultivate who I would become as an artist within my freshman year of college. I would meet a videographer who, at some point in time, I don't know when the video itself will come out because I um, am kind of holding it off a little bit until I get some projects done. Mm -hmm. But I have two friends who are amazing individuals who shot my Kickstarter for a project that I want to work on completely for free because they believe in me. That's dope. Over $50,000 worth of equipment. That is dope as fuck. For free. Get some friends. Like, you, like the people who you put you around. believe in you. That's a hundo. And it's and it and, and, and that's the honest to God truth is get you friends who believe in you get you friends you can work with get you like honestly it's like you had asked me a question about um where do I see the arts in the Bronx right now where where I see the arts up I don't know necessarily about the entire Bronx but I know uptown is hustling on a on a scale that people don't even see. I'm kind of, right I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of proud of uptown Yo, right now on some shit like you know I hit up I really I really hit really up am. one of our mutual friends. And, like, we were talking, I was like, yo, I'm honored to be friends with the people that I'm friends with who are from Uptown. Because when I say, when Uptown blow up... It's going to be... It's, it's going to blow some... up, and people are going to be like, yo, Whoa, what, what wait, there's a massive group of people, right? Because it's, like, 20-plus individuals. There's a massive group of people who are all from a 25-block radius of each other. That shit is crazy. 20, like a, it's gonna be like another it, one. It, it, another, another one. Another one. Another it's one. like they're gonna, we're gonna drop one <laughs> behind the other and they're gonna wonder why. Because it's like, yo, what you can't see is that we came up together. We friends with each other. We support each other. We believe in breaking bread with one another. And it's like, you'll be like, you know, I think of moments where it's like you do radio interviews and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, I've seen you with so and so. And it's like, yeah, I've been friends with that person for like 15 years. And it's like, like what the fuck? Like what you mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that's cause y'all think cause y'all don't see what's in front of you all the time that you know something. But it's like people who are family been family. For real. Right. It's 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 like you see so like someone with like if you see me and you right now hanging out, right? And you think cause I'm always with you that we've been friends for like right, ten plus did. years because you see us together every day. And that's what happened. We, one of my friends, the one of the videographers who Recorded for me. People thought we were like a thing because we were together every day. 
when you have a spiritual and mental and emotional connection with somebody that's real and it's genuine, you it don't got to take it beyond that yeah. a lot of times. And people want to take it beyond that. Like, oh, it's a thing. They're dead. And it's like, that's what the world wants from people. But when creative people come together, understand that we are feeding each other's ability to be creative. It's like a utopia. It's like you get to the space where you're just like, wow. Like, you're just happy that somebody else is there to, Yo, sh- to see in that start, moment. You're just like, yes. Like, I don't need... When you start talking, like, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm friends with a few other people from Uptown. And it's like, uh, Chris O. The other day, like, me and Chris O barely ever see each other. I see Chris, like, <laughs> once every six months, right? And, like, I opened my door to go to the Chinese food store about a week ago, and the nigga was skipping down my block. When I say skipping, this man just, like, hopped up in the air and clicked his heels. Yeah, that's, yo, that's my nigga Chris for doing that, because I be prancing around, and people look like I'm crazy. I didn't even know he did that shit. Yo, now when I see him, I'm talking about that. He was like, he was like, you ain't just see that. I was like, really <laughs> did, bro. Let me find out he like Bambi. I really did, though. <laughs> but then we ended up having a conversation for about two and a half hours, and, like, just sitting on the floor. And the thing about it is, like, when you are friends with certain people, like, you know, especially as creative individuals, it is a blessing just to be able to open your mouth and speak and not sound crazy to another person. That's a fact. Because we be sounding like loonies to, mm. to regular people, to people who don't see it. People, people in the matrix, who, basically. Right. Matrix. To, pe- to people who don't believe that, oh, the things that you, you know, because when you say some of the things you want to do, like when I say some of the things that I intend to do, like... I have every intention of getting done. Like, this is going to happen. Like, you don't see it, but that's cool. Like, they're like, ah, you know, uh, that's kind of like a little far-fetched. Like, maybe you should tone it down. No. But the how I look at it is like, them saying that means you're on the right path. Right. Like, like yes. Like, the fact that my dreams scare you, thank you. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not gonna turn it down for anything. Because at the end of the day, you see, what I can manifest in, in my belief and my power of what it is, is going to happen. I don't know about you on your own time, but, but because then again, we are not we we falter in comparing our goals, dreams, achievements, and purposes to that of someone else. Where I am and my time, yo, people who 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 own major corporations didn't get there until they were like 36, 40, 40 no, that's a fact. Like like yes. you know when I was with the person that I, I'm no longer with, you know, and and all all the love and. And, and care to that individual. There is no malice in my heart there ever at any point in time. But, you know, that individual is 26 currently and has a whole year before they're 27, which means at some point, nigga, 30's coming. Like, nigga, that three years coming 30 around. Shit, like, 30 yo, bro, years. That three years I, 30 shit. Niggas felt some type of way when niggas five years from 30. I, I, now you're three years from 30 and you hurting. But it's like, yo, it's like, what I would tell them is like, you know, Never, never feel discouraged because you're not where you want to be at. I'm not where I want to be at. But by no means, I am anywhere near. Like, and, and 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 you know what's funny is that I can feel like I'm not anywhere near close to where I want to be at. But God is like, you about two blocks away. Matter of fact, just because my GPS don't say I'm that I'm taking a short way, it's you know, kinda, doesn't mean you, that I am. When you, you saying that is kind of for a long time, like understanding where I want to be at. Mm-hmm. A lot of times was outside for me, like in a sense of like, all right. This one want to be financially. This one want to be like mm-hmm. mentally. I mean, not mentally, like a car, da, da, da. Like, I think most recently, or even in the moment you're just saying that right now, I have to ask myself that. I'm like, yo, I think it's probably the first time in my life that where I want to be at is only inside. Like, mm-hmm. it's really that balance. Mm-hmm. It's me understanding like, yo, when I get mind, body, and soul exactly where I want it to be or where I feel like God is purposing for me to be, mm-hmm. all that stuff will just come you where it's supposed to come. think about the same thing as too. Sometimes 
your finances aren't going to be where you are spiritually. And spiritually, you got to make sure, and, and I'm learning, especially as a young woman in a day and age where women, we are existing on a whole three, 13 different planes from one another. Like we, women are clashing with each other for different reasons. And it's like, as a young woman, you kind of got to get right spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. That, as a young woman, has to be on the same page. That's a fact. Like, I can't go outside of being okay with myself spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Because those things will play a part in my finances, my ability to create art, my ability Everything. to interact with other individuals. And I'm not saying that it's the same for men, but I'm saying men have to break that down in a different way. Because men, y'all chop up y'all emotions... That's that that's that's over there by itself. That's how niggas go. Oh, emotions over here, mm-hmm. right? And then you got money, you got you know bills, you you know the the I work like, stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then you got the family. That those things you kind of like break them. But you down. gotta put play in there too, though. Yeah. And the thing about it is like play take up a big part sometimes. Play play takes up a big part because as most men I've been around, especially in my culture, they don't see being with their family or working on other parts as play. Mm-hmm. They look at damn, this is what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. Now I get to go on the playground. It's like school for that long, and now I got my lunchtime, mm-hmm. but it should never be that way. Because as long as you live a life like that, you're always gonna be in that process where mm-hmm. I just gotta do what I gotta do, and that's a scary place to be because yeah. it fucks with your mind. But as a man, I'm getting more in tune with my sensitive side because that right there makes me more like I was saying off air my emotions are mine yeah. like Chuck Wolf told me my emotions like my yeah. emotions are mine not, nobody else's no and once I can control those and understand those that will help me artistically I think but, also as an artist though kind of like most my, my emotions aren't mine after a certain point like once they're on that canvas they don't belong that, to me. I was just about to ask you that question it's like yo yeah. like that like yeah. how do you feel about like I feel like, like I feel like something like a podcast is one thing. You do it to give it out to people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like poetry, something else like that too. But like when I work on like clothes and stuff like that, people say they, like when people ask me to design stuff or do stuff for them, it's weird because it's like I don't want to put my emotions on your shit because that's yours. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's so like it's it. yeah, like, like, you're yeah. like like people think it's funny, but like when I get new jewelry and stuff like that, I pray over it before I put it on me because I don't know who was who making designer, it. What the designer felt when they were because energy is a frequency. It goes into everything. What the the manufacturing company, I don't know what they believe. And before I put that on my body, I mean, I'm going to Lord protect me because I don't you know. You never know what's about to happen. You know, you, you don't really know what's good. Um, so, in, in that, um, you know, when it comes down to putting, like, I think these were, each one of these were kind of, like, personal a little bit. Um, because... Well, like with these two in the back, these are from a series called um, Women in Bath Outlets. And so I was working on a show and I'd been asked to be in a show and I ended up choosing the topic. I didn't know what to paint, so I chose Women in Bath Outlets. And I feel because women, the body of a woman, it, um, it tells a huge story. And wherever you are um, as a woman, as you age, like I, I remember I posted... This one and um, that I did on hard paper on Instagram uh, last night, and I said, you know, will you still love her um, when her skin isn't as tight? And and it's like you know, women get older. They like I was watching a Vine like way way when it was like some women age like fine wine, and then some women age like milk. <laughs> right. That's funny. But. There's there's a little bit of truth in that, you no. know what I'm saying? Like, but 
whether she aged like wine or aged like milk, her body will tell you a story. And so women in bathhouses to me was women of all different cultures, women of all different, you know, nationalities and nations. At one point in time in history, people didn't just shower in their house by themselves. Dude. You had to leave your home, your place of security and comfort, and then go bathe around a bunch of other people. Right, which is very weird, and like so I know I used to do that in Jamaica. I never understood that shit. And, like it was just weird to me, like like people just in the river just bathing. Mm-hmm. Now I look at it as one of the most like coolest and meditational things ever, because mm-hmm. you feel one with like the mm-hmm. water and the earth. But yeah, that's so you know, she, you know, there's that who who you're bathing around. You know, there's old women, there's young women. There are, and in that there's wisdom there. There's foolishness and. And there are people who can learn from those who are older than them. There are people who are vain in those in those places. And it, it, it's just to say that who you're surrounded by, you know, like like I said, I'm, I'm very the human body to me creates that which is the human experience. You have to literally look at the body to say, oh, I'm mad cute, I'm mad popping, right? <laughs> no, like no, for that's real. A fact, that's and, a fact. and the thing about it is, like, I feel like. If you're a woman and you can't get naked or be in your lingerie in front of your mirror and feel sexy, I don't care what your body type is. You could have a SpongeBob SquarePants booty. You still better feel popping. Like, for yourself, you need to feel that, right? Because someone else is not going to feel that for you, right? That's why we have a bunch of not-so-attractive girls who will dead steal another girl's man. Because that frequency, because she, like, she feel like I'm the shit. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like that. Yeah, you fact. can do that. And, you know, and that's the reality is, like, I, I, you know, I'm, one of the projects I'm working on right now is, like, I'm, I'm telling people who are, like, declining the opportunity, you know, to work with me on certain things that it's, like, please, women, get it out of your head that I'm that artist who is concerned in painting a, a, a woman who looks like myself. Not that I don't like women who look like myself. Yeah, it's nice to be slim and tall and all that. But there are women who don't, like, the world doesn't shine a light on women who aren't like me. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in continuing to shine a light yeah, on, on women who are like me. Like, you know, at this point in my life, like, and I think that, the you know, women and the body are the main source of the human experience all the time. Niggas, y'all chase after us all the time because that, that creates a large part of the human experience, right? That's because exactly if we wasn't right. looking so fly all the time, nah, y'all want to be chasing a honey down to put a baby in us. I you be telling her time. Like, sometimes, like, y'all don't understand how, like, why y'all walked outside looking that good. Like, y'all don't get... Yeah, that shit different, B. That be fires, man. Like, so, you know, especially like, in Harlem and then mm-hmm. Dykeman and then... My fault, go ahead. Mm. You heard, I heard, I heard, mm-hmm. you know, I heard, mm-hmm. heard, 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 mm-hmm. heard, I'm sorry, I don't like girls that smoke hookah, by the way. Cito Blanc, I don't like girls that smoke hookah. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, don't, I don't like that. Hookah no, no, no. thoughts, y'all. Yeah, like, you smoke with... hookah, you die. Not for me. Nah, I'm sorry. Not at all. I'm sorry, not mama. Me. No shade, though. No shade, Your no shade. Your is looking pretty thirty. Yeah, well. no shade, no shade, no shade. but, you know, all in all, like, you know, what I put down... When I put it down, when I was in high school, you know, anger used to really drive a lot of my, I was angry a lot when I was younger. Anger used to drive a lot of my artwork. And now, as I'm older, I find that I'm really peaceful most of the time when I'm painting. I'm really at a at a peace. Um, what drives my artwork is music. I will find one song um, and play that one song over and over and over again uh, Yo, for hours. artists do that. I do that a lot. I become emotionally invested in the song song, as if that song is my current emotion. But it sets like a time. You know, I love that because like when I listen to that song, like say I did that like six months ago, when I listen to that song again, it brings back that emotion. So it's like a diary of music. But that's kind of like how I am with um, relationships. And I found that out. So like, 
the first time I told the person that I was with that I loved him, I was listening to Nirvana by Sam Smith. And I feel that every time I hear it. Your Sam Smith is a beast, no homo, man. I gotta stop saying no homo. I'm sorry. Stop it. I, I, I don't know why I do that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, grassroots would probably be mad at me right now because I worked for Planned Parenthood for a long period of time and I had it out of my system. And I go back into like a normal working place and I'm back in this whole like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Completely 100%. You know sorry what it is? That. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, everybody loves their own belief systems, whatnot. I, I, but, you know, um, yeah, like, I became so emotionally invested in, like, there are just songs. That like songs I put him on to. That just that whenever whenever I hear those songs, it's like it's all him. It's like he's in the room with me. See that's and 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 it it stings, but it feels so good. But that's and it helps with my it helps helps with my work sometimes. Like because you know what it is, a lot of my work it it does come from love. It's like cooking Mm. for me. Like I, I love to I do love to cook and. And I believe that if I'm gonna cook for you, it's, it's with love. love. You know what I'm saying? So the same the same way, um, when I hear music that reminds me of people that I love, is never gonna be like I might feel a little bit of but it's sting never in the heart, be. but it's never any animosity. There's never any love lost, and that's the thing. It's, it's a pure to love emotion. me is to know God. To to know me is to know God, and for me to to have have loved that person how I love that person, and I think that He knows that I loved Him like that. If I like, I like, I like, I literally say to people all the time, like, I said it on my snap the other day, like, shout out to the person who I'm no longer live with because without them, I wouldn't have the material for the work that I'm about to produce for you guys. See, that's that's real, and like, yeah, art, like, emotions do that to art, and it's kind of like, weirdly enough, it's like, yeah, I. I I say it all the time in my head, I'm like, if I, if I never broke up with my ex, I'll never be the person I am right now. And like certain parts of that kind of fuel me. I know certain parts of that fuse her too. And to kind of like segue to like the, the music thing, I'll never forget it. Like not necessarily me, but I remember two years ago, coming up on the 26th, her mom passed away and I was with her. That was like one of the most devastating times mm-hmm. of her life, one of the most devastating times of my life. Because like mm-hmm. dealing with that, like being in love with somebody who doesn't understand why they need to be here anymore because right. the person most important in their life is no longer here. Right. And, like, they just dump all their emotions and everything on you to a point that, like, they kind of want to hate you because you love them because they don't want to feel love because they're hurt. Yeah. So I'll never forget him it's and like, Sam. please no. Yeah. Stay with it. Yeah, but then it's still kind of like, but you're crying. I have to go, I still have to be there. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing, like, Sam Smith, like, I think, Lay, Lay, Lay Me Down. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think Lay Me Down is a song. And every time I hear it, I like I feel her pain. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it will never leave me. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. it sits there on my chest. Their thing is and it's that, just like, like, I mean, like, when you see somebody else in their brokenness, it's, it's, it, and, God forbid there's a song playing because you will always associate that one thing. And so with my work, it, it's always, you know, like uh, Gabrielle Douglas' album, uh, Her, you know, the whole book. I don't know Gabrielle Douglas. Damn, you really got to listen to some music, my guy. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. I'll be listening to mad old school 90s R&B nah, shows, some old head whoa, and that shit. Like, like, don't I, get me wrong. I, 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 I'll listen to Silk, Jodeci every single day. Like, those are my go-to. Like, you know, my phone is my... That's my yeah, like, now nah, music is really my mm-hmm. drug on every level. Like, I just gotta, the new think, shit I gotta get up on. To be honest with you, I I was painting the other day to Love Session by Silk. Like, that's that's my song that I listen to. I, like, you, I listen, listen to, listen to, listen to, play, to um, listen to it and play it. I'm a, I got you. I got you. Heard you. Heard, heard, heard you. you. 
No, nah, this is a song that I like. Chris, is I like country western too though, cause like I don't know if you see the cowboy hats in my hat. Imagine making. Now nah, Chris Stapleton has a song called Tennessee Whiskey and Whiskey and You. Like the emotions in those mm-hmm. songs, kind of like really take me to a place that I really, really like. But it's one line I'm not gonna lie. What made Drake the goat for me ever was like, really gonna spend the winter with the mother niggas. Act like they could be the one that you could go through it with you. However he said it, and I was just like, it was just like, damn, because mm-hmm. I be I'm not gonna lie, I be good when it comes to emotions. And then, like, Drake would just fuck with me. But, Bro. like, he owned D. And it's like, I'm not going to lie. It's like, I didn't know how much I loved my ex until I broke up off. Bro, it's like, it's like I told you when we was listening to Deja Vu just now. I can see the promised land. But yeah. I, I can see the promised land. Mm-hmm. But I can't do no promising. That, 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 you know how hurtful that is? But, like, like a, a female who's in love with a man. For him to literally tell her, like, like I, I like, <laughs> no funny shit. Like, I remember, like, two years ago, like, we was listening to, he loves, not even two years ago, like, a year and a half ago, when Chris Brown came out with Proof, Proof was his, this nigga's song. Right. And, like, yo, you don't listen to music. I don't even know what you're I doing. I dead listen to music, bro. Like, I dead listen to, yo, it's, honestly, like, it's too much music out there listening to everything now. Like, no lie, it is too much going but on. You, like, gotta, you gotta select the artists that you're gonna commit to and kind of, like, from time to time, just branch dip in, out, kinda. branch out to artists who, are, who, not have similar music but, but kinda, our influence notice I gave up music for a long period of time to clear my brain because it was too much brainwashing Yo, so I was meditating and I was kind of like listening to audio books a lot so that's what kind of threw me off cause that energy spirit. yeah cause that energy like that you, you listen to the energy, listen to that vibe Yo, so it's kind of like I had to remove I'm gonna, that from I'm my brain say though my nigga what was Lucifer in charge of in heaven you said what what was Lucifer in charge of in heaven I, I don't know music that's crazy so what you think you gotta hold on here on earth? Music. I word. My spirit. Another one. <laughs> Another one. Another one. All right. Uh, last two questions before we get about here, because I ain't, I can't put up a two-hour podcast that that's never worked well for <laughs> that, me. Yeah, that's like a, I always got like the most I can hit is an hour half. You know what I'm saying? After that, it's like. You know, it's and I listened to one of your podcasts the other day. I like, like I was listening. And I was like, yo, this is valid. But it's long. No, that's that's the thing. It's kind of like, yo, the messed up and part like, about it is... you listen to it because it's so good, but you're like, yo, Yo, the messed up part... I'm not gonna lie. I try to, be I trying to get... I, I try to get like 45 minutes in most. Like, I try to get... Like, I try to hit that, but it's tough because it's like how conversations build. build. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I edit my podcast sometimes and I have, and like I don't listen to other people's podcasts because it's mad long. You know, and it's just sometimes like, when it's so good, you just gotta do a two-part release one one week, release it the next week. You can't just put it on one. In one, I might have to start doing that or like, I try to minimal, I try to like cut it, like condense it as much as possible because mm-hmm. I understand that. But most people, it's people that go to... Uh, work or they clean it up or stuff like that to listen to it here and there yeah. or they doing like long rides and yeah, things like so that was, so it's I like, I, like, like it's like, like I got time yeah it's weird cause I'm a fan of podcast but I'm still like nigga owl my nigga like damn but right. I be like I do the same thing so right. it's kind of weird yeah. but uh so yeah it's, it's a little alright so second to last question uh if you could speak to yourself at 16 what advice would you give yourself stop stressing these niggas mm. just like that just, just like that and it, and, it, and, it, and because when I say that, you know, I had a friend, had a friend of the guy that I was dealing with tell me, "Yo, don't fall in love because it's only gonna hold you back." And it wasn't, it wasn't anything specific. It wasn't about the, it was the situation. General. It was just like you know, like you're at a place where you can travel. So if you're not gonna go back to school, travel the world. Mm-hmm. If you're not gonna do this, make sure it's you're at least investing in yourself. Or mm-hmm. you know that. And 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 I, I shout out to that individual, you know, because they're ten plus years, you know, like, they're, like, in their mid-30s, and they took the time to just give me that little two-piece, you know, of of wisdom, you know, because, like, 
I remember I was when I was 16, I probably that was when I when guys first started even seeing me. I don't even think I actually got seen until I was like 20. Like for real, for real, I didn't even get seen. And I was so hurt by that. Like I was so hurt by it. Cause my sister and me, we look nothing alike. Um, we look like she she like we look like the number 18 standing next to each other because I'm a stick and she got the top and the bottom, you know okay, what I'm saying? Like she got the hips in the, in the, I feel you, I feel you. So I, I can relate though. My brother looked at Reggie Bush, so it was like right. It was like a it was like it the, was the like, dealing with that. Right. It's like it's like I remember in my yearbook from my middle school yearbook going into my high school um a boy who I I not that I liked or anything like that, but it was he was he was cool or whatever, literally wrote in my yearbook, keep growing like your sister. And I was like, damn, like, and it was like, at what point do I become my real, my own person away from the stigma yeah. and the, 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 what a girl is supposed, supposed to, to be and, like and be, who yeah. my sister is, you know? And, and I was, I was very affected by whether or not boys were interested in me. And, and I really, like, that really hurt. And, and at some point in time, it's like, you know, now that I'm older, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm a tomboy. I've accepted that I'm a tomboy, you know? I think... You know, guys who date me also have are beginning to accept that. Yo, she's a tomboy. That comes with her. Like, you know that. Like, I, I'll dress up for you. Don't you don't even gotta worry about that. Like, I will but, dress up for you. But it's like, don't stress these niggas. Like, you know, we because especially like social media is on a level that wasn't there when we was younger. That's a fact. Right. We didn't have. We had aim. Mm-hmm. That's different. But we had aim when it was. It was like. Before AIM was AIM that it wasn't like 2008, 2009. I'm talking about AIM when it was like you had to dial up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Nah, I'm a, what you when, talking about? When, I'm a, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Of course I know what you're talking about. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, I, I saw something yeah. on, on, on uh, Instagram that was like sounds that 90s kids will never forget. And yeah, one of the sounds was... And then it was um, uh, Bill Clinton saying, I did not... I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Miss Lewinsky, I never told. Uh, Bill Clinton saying, "I did not." There sounds like there sounds you'll never forget, and and so I look at it from the perspective of like, oh, we didn't have we didn't have all that stuff where you could be sixteen or seventeen years old looking at grown niggas in relationships. Yeah. Flashing money and stuff like that, like you and know, make you feel that's make a fact, you feel man. less than what you, you really are. You only seeing people that's age. really around. Yeah, like I don't and need to know, be like, seeing no nigga twenty five flossing in the beard. Like right, no because, matter of fact, I'm sorry. Yo, I work with kids. This girl, she's fourteen. She's talking about like your mister. When I'm eighteen, I'm be Instagram famous like Kylie Jenner. I'm gonna have right. this bands. I'm at this money. I'm looking like like what like right. that's what her that's goals what are because of social media. And she didn't see all that. She right. probably so focused My on going to college. My daughter is about to turn eighteen years old, and uh, man, when I say I love her, but she's killing me. Like she's killing me. She got a boyfriend and all this stuff. She talking about how when they after college you're gonna live together and all this stuff. She got clothes at his house. He got clothes at her house, and I'm like, yo. Like respect, her, I respect her, both her parents are very responsible people, and you know they raised a smart, intelligent young woman. She got, she got into Bowie State, she got into Delaware State. Like that's my baby. Yeah. Shout out to my, you know, my goddaughter. But she been stressing niggas since she was thirteen, eleven years old. Like you know, like things that, that that it's like yo, you're too smart and you're too pretty to be worried about any boy at this age. Like you know, if I would have spent more time worried about my artwork, then. But everything like, you're not, maybe everything you are. Like, sometimes yeah, going through that, you had you know, to... 
and, it's, but, it's a part of the process. But like, it's like, you know, I think a lot of women look back and like, you know, stop, stop stressing the foolishness. Like, yeah, you true, but dudes, hey, like dudes do it's, it's, Yeah, it's, you know, dude, and we, I understand. We, but if from, from naturally from y'all perspective, it's always going to be different. But it's you not, know, not it's like, you know, one, stop, stop stressing these niggas. Half the niggas you was interested in back then wasn't even really cute. Wasn't even worth nothing. For real, for real. You know, like... You see it differently now. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all you know what I'm saying like I was saying to my friend earlier today I was like yo I wish that like you know she about to get flown out to Korea by this dude she's interested in who you know he's older than her and, and, and he's taking her seriously and stuff like that and he's gonna take her to Korea with her cause he, he does a lot of business out of out of the country mm-hmm. and I was like yo I wish that I was interested in like nice guys yeah. like for real, like I'm really, I'm, I'm really like I remember really trying to give nice guys a chance or whatever. But it's like I'm, I'm a, I'm a more. So you programmed to fuck boys. Yeah. That happens a lot. A lot of girls got fuck boys. And it's not that I don't, you know. No, I'm, but I'm it's not. like I like, I like, you know, if you from Harlem, light skin, twenty six and up, how that means? Like, <laughs> like you like, saying, like, nah, you like fuck boys. I syndrome, like man. yeah, and I can't, and it's not that I can't shake it. It's just like. You know, I always pray for someone who was a like when, when that time comes. I need a man who was a thug, but switched it right? up, right? Who grew into himself and his business and knowing what he wanted, but, but he still got to turn up. He can turn, still up, turn you know up. I'm saying that's like that, that savage, you don't, still, just enough savage still living him. To like let you, you don't, know, want the, you don't like, want the whole twenty one. You just want the two. You just want the two. Like two. I just want, no. I just want no. the two. Like, want the two? I just, okay. I'm not twenty one. Twenty one. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It's done. Uh, so that's 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 very 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 interesting. Really? That is, nah, that's that's that's. Uh, so then, last question: mm-hmm. If your thoughts could speak, what would they say? Dear God, I would ask them to turn down the perverseness. Um, <laughs> nah, for real, because I think I'm so emotional. I I think you know what I'm so emotionally inclined in my chest, like. I think, like my sister used to say with the dude I was with, like she was like, I'm your brain and you want to be your heart. And your heart is always leading you down the wrong path. And I'm your brain and I'm telling you not to talk to these niggas. Like, you know? But I think, and my thoughts had more of a voice, I'd be a very confused person out loud. Like people would be so perplexed by my actual thoughts versus my actions. Mm -hmm. Because my thoughts will tell me like, maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Like, maybe, you know, like, like all the doubt um, that lives in the way deep in the back, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the side, there's there's the faith in myself, right? Then there's the Holy Spirit, right? And, and, and like, people, people don't get how the consciousness of the Holy Spirit works. Like, like my, you know, one of my friends, she, she said to me, when do you know that it's the Holy Spirit versus yourself versus the enemy? Yeah, that's the battle. That's right? the battle of life. And... So I know for myself, I I start my day with prayer and my word, point blank period, right? Because that way I'm looking for the the answers and and the wisdom and 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 seek. There's scriptures that says seek wisdom and live righteously in your path, like you know, like understanding who who I am and God. See, because a lazy person, right? There are scriptures that say a lazy person will have food in their hand and not even lift it to their mouth to eat, right? How? Fucking lazy are you, my man? Like, like for real. Like That's they will say true. a lazy person will say that there is a lion outside, so they have no reason to leave their house for fear. When I say fear, there's quotations there because for fear of being eaten, right? 
but that's just an excuse that's not to get things done right so like if, if, if i'm like i'm broke right now i'm, I'm well aware that i'm broke, I'm broke right? with you, man. like i'm well aware but that's not an excuse for me to not go get the things i have to get done because they still got to get done so seek wisdom first you know holy spirit i seek wisdom i seek the na- the true nature of my purpose in god right then there's my conscience First of all, my conscience <laughs> is perverse as hell. Like, like let me let me tell you something. Like, you don't want to get a motion picture started up again. Like, it's it's, it's valid. Like, and, and 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 so I know when to limit my content, limit my emotions. Like, also limit the music that I listen to because I can really get stuck in the same. I can get stuck in an emotional rut based on the music that I'm listening to, which will it will change the thoughts of my conscience. Yeah, like to what? a point, I can tell you right now, there's like raindrop, drop, drop top. top. Fuck that shit right there. It's just like get right. out of that emotional place because right. it's just like just so stop it, just stop it. Ten years you gonna pass. Somebody gonna walk past you, say raindrop, drop top. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're damn, gonna know, man. Like, yeah. you're gonna know. Yeah. So it's like you know, I I know when to when to cut certain things out because I will get stuck, and my conscience will then contradict that of wisdom, right? Mm. The most important part is knowing what is God and when to listen to God because you'll then be overly concerned because your conscience and the enemy will work together to fuck you up, right? So your conscience, you'll you'll start trusting people you don't need to trust, telling people you don't need to trust your business, right? Because all of a sudden, that's why like people who have a lot of friends, yo, cut some people out. That should shake you more than me. I never, like, people that had, like, to, to me, you've only got a lot of associates. Like, if you're grown with a lot of friends, it's always been weird to me. Right. It's like, wait, when you're younger, that's natural. When you're older, you have, like, a lot of friends. You have a huge body like, of friends. Like, I, it's like I, I, I can tell you I've had the same three friends my entire life. Um, one of them, our parents were best friends. And so we grew up together. together like, literally, mm-hmm. we are months apart from the womb, and she was the first friend I ever made. And then the other two I met at five at church and we were all in choir together. We had our sleepovers together. We wore like the same outfits, you know, like these are the people really, really that, came up that with. I pray with the people that check me on my, call me on my shit. Like these are the people I trust to be like, yo, what's, what's, what's up? Really good, what's really you know good. what I mean? Like, and, and they are the only people who really have those permissions. And then outside of that, I got like maybe three other people that I trust enough. And then even then it's like, your opinion kind of is not outweighed by theirs or God's. Um, and, and, and to say that my mother's doesn't, my mother's that sometimes <laughs> conflicting with, with, with that with of that God. Nah, you understand what I'm saying? So, nah, like, you really gotta, you gotta know when to, when to call yourself out and say, when, when you turn the mirror and look at yourself and say, I'm calling the own, the, the speck that is in my eye over there is still a beam in my eye right here. Like, Know when to look at yourself and call yourself because I can't trust my thoughts to get me through everything. I gotta know what people to say what to and what not to. Like I can't I can't tell my sister everything. Me and my sister don't see eye to eye on a lot. I can't tell my mother everything. Me and my mother see don't see eye to eye. But when it comes to spiritual things, I can then easily call because like my mom is like, you gotta pray first and you know, where my dad is like gonna say it to me real blunt and then be like, So spiritually, this is what's up. You know, so know where to go to because my my thoughts, your thoughts will betray you. Your thoughts will betray you. The nature of man is to betray itself. That is the nature of man because man knows who who God is to themselves. 
like they know who it is to themselves like whether you believe in it or not whether you but you can feel it right you, yeah so so but the nature of man is to betray yourself and then turn back and say but help me lord right so and all that and like yo i kid you not like if you met me like for people who can't see my face for people who are just listening no, they can see. Oh, <laughs> but like but like you know like if you met me if you saw me on the street you would not know my personal beliefs unless you spoke to me and even then happily a lot of times you could go i could have friends who are three four months into to to knowing me who don't know what i believe and then something will come up and i'm like ah got him yeah and it's not even, and, and it's just to say, but the gag is, <laughs> you really thought I was feeling you and all of that, but I wasn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just that I know my presentation is not, you know, what people think it's going to be. And like I said, my name is Amber Veronica Wayans. And I come off like I'm going to, like when you see me in the street, like when I'm dressed up like a young lady, um, you really think. Oh, she's just, you know, such such a darling. And it's like, but then you see me in my sweats and it's like, yo, what's up? Listen, we could get it shaking, you know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time, everybody's something and something else. Nobody's right. like, and that's okay. We are a flip of a coin in a heartbeat. So, yeah. you know, you know, I trust, trust my thoughts not for they betray me because for real, for real, if my thoughts could speak, I'd probably be locked up. <laughs> 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 that's the honest guy. Nah, that's, that's a real ass... I always ask that question. I, honestly, I can't answer that question myself. I can't yeah. even. Honestly. Somebody, um, matter of fact, somebody, I, I wrote a poem about that because AB3 wanted me to do that and that's why I did it. But I mean, I was like, that's a good ass question. Like, cause I can write about it, but like, I can't think about it, which sounds weird. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if my thoughts could speak. But yeah, it's a very. It's a very kind of. But because yeah. like, because honestly, it's too vague to really answer all to, the way. Because yeah, okay, kind of in that way. moment, it's kind of what are your thoughts saying now? And it's just easy to kind of like that. But right. in, in general, it's like nigga, like I don't know. I can't remember yeah. my thoughts from before. Like what? Yeah. It's just it is it is what it is. But oh man, like honestly, great fucking episode. I love Av Wayne's. Like real talk, it's just like yo. Like and I think about it. I don't even think I've known her for a week yet. Like it's, I've known you. Is it's, Saturday yet? Nah. nah. <laughs> like this is crazy. Like like real talk. It's like yo. I haven't known this the third time I see it. I haven't known for a week yet. I've known you for a solid like oh, five days. Five days. days. <laughs> yeah, this shit is crazy. Wow. Yeah. But nah, but it's like when once you like emotion like connecting from a mental standpoint and like understanding that it's been major, it's been like it's been dope. Like, and, like, like you said it was an omen. We met in the art supply store. Yeah, nah, real talk, all all the way. And um nah, just you know what I'm saying? Say Instagram. My Instagram name is at sign a dot v wayans wayans w a y a n s my website is a v wayans.com another great episode man this is mental ride man i'm your host cito blanco this is the you know office in my brand new york appreciate av wayans for pulling up i need to get the whole sound clap like fucking the whole like i'm sound effect i'll probably put that shit in the edit <laughs> but um be the blessing in this world and then a blessing will come your way I think that's the message I got for the next two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the most beautiful thing.